0: Joseph Gibson Podcasting here, Restoring Our Republic, and we have the Republic here. go first with Mr. Roger Waters. You get the floor first. Go ahead, sir.
1: Well, thank you, Joe. It's been quite a week. It's actually been quite a month. There's been a lot going on. You know, I want to just kind of briefly bring out 10 quick points. Some may know this, some may not, but the Central Bank of Australia has collapsed and went bankrupt. That came out Thursday. Putin of Russia has declared war against the NATO nations in Europe if they don't stop supplying the Ukraine with money and weapons. This comes along with the nukes that he is threatening to use. There are people from his regime that are no longer in Russia, that are telling the world he is serious and he will use them. This would bring on Ezekiel 38 and 39. King Charles has declared that one man will be in charge of all of Europe before the end of the year in a speech made two weeks before the queen died. Now he sits upon the world's greatest throne, as the top monarch in the whole world. He set himself up to be that lead position for what the Illuminati calls their Antichrist. England is right now changing their money over to a semi-digital system and wants to be fully digital by April 30, 2023. That also carries 36 other nations with them, along with 1.8 billion people. Chrislam is up and running to full strength and wants to have over 6 billion people. That's three-quarters of the world's population under their cloth by the year 2024. I would say that puts the false prophet in place. Denmark says they have a leak in their natural gas pipelines that are up in the Baltic area, and they're sure that it was placed there by Russia, who continues to lose in their Ukrainian war. Then on top of all that, there were five pure red heifers were delivered from Texas to Israel last week, bringing the nation its first pure purebred cows in over 1,952 years. At 11.33 a.m. this morning, East Coast time, we had the last trumpet blow in Jerusalem, where Rosh Hashanah came to a close until next year. Next year's will be September 17th, 2023, at sundown in Jerusalem. This is what Paul was referring to in 1 Corinthians 15.52 where he says in a moment at the twinkling of an eye at the last trump. So if you're still here on this planet you have till next year at Rosh Hashanah to see if that thing called the rapture takes place then. According to all the signs that are happening right now In the entire world, and especially around the Jerusalem area, the book of Revelation, starting with the sixth and seventh seals, and the trumpet should begin on or around Passover, April 7th, 2023. And that would then leave just 42 months to go. Starting around 11 p.m. tonight, Eastern time, Hurricane Ian will start making impact on the west coast of Florida. As an example, they, the people of Florida, had three days to prepare for this event, and that still isn't enough time to get everything in order. Stand by for a major impact by a low Cat 4 hurricane at that time. The world... As we see it, there are so many things taking place every day that not only fulfills Bible prophecy, but is earth-shaking in a lot of people's minds. Most people don't know everything that's going on. I try to keep up with it as quick and as much as I can, and even I miss things. I try to catch all the big stuff, the most important things. And this is why we in the republic always tell you, the people of America, that it's time to make a stand. It's time to stand up and say, I want my country back. Because China is itching to move in. They're just itching to. And by the way, there's reports out there right now that Xi Jinping has been arrested and they got a new leader in China the head of their military. We can't confirm that at this point in time, but it's all over social media. There's got to be something to it. Isn't it interesting that he made a trip overseas to meet Putin and then a coup happened there in in China?
0: The Abrahamic family house, and is being built on yeah. a, an island in the Middle Eastern city of Abu Dabai. The yeah. headquarters is being done in collaboration with Pope Francis and Sunni Muslim leader Shakia Aman Taib after they both signed a global peace covenant called the Document of Human Fraternity for World Peace. The stated purpose of the Aramaic family house is to bring understanding and tolerance among the faith. But there are a couple of notable challenges. First, Dubai is a part of the UAE, where it is illegal for Christians to uh, basically gather and worship and uh, have conversation. Islam prohibits that. The Pope represents Roman Catholicism, where Christians are free to convert to Islam. But citizens of Dubai are not free to choose Christ. So that's one of the challenges that they have to come up. i got a little something I can play on that. It's a couple minutes long. But um, first, I want to get others involved here. Anybody else who wants to participate in the One World Order that I've been preaching about and talking about for so long now and all, the Righteous Army Militia there the other night. Hopefully, he'll join us here. Mike will come on here. Uh, it It was nine hours long, the Zoom conference call. Nine hours we were on there. Wow. started at six o'clock. It was on until about two three o'clock in the morning. Actually, I got cut off about one o'clock in the morning. I got cut off, so I was on there only for about eight yeah, so but uh a lot of clowns were on there. You had a couple of provocateurs coming on there, uh one of them you know the, the three letter word three letter guys were on you know a couple of them on there and then of course, I had a couple of debates with a couple few of them and uh, maybe we can have a conversation about that too, because it seems that the patriot community consistently gets lost in this sovereign stuff where we Mm -hmm. have a right to to be our own government and do what we want and we're going to cash in our birth certificate and I'm a living man and I'm king on the land. And eh, listen, the Puritans, when they came over, they didn't talk about none of that. I'm king and I'm a living flesh and this and that. They didn't talk about none of that nonsense. You know, but they, they get they start getting wrapped up in this legalese and legal laws and all this nonsense and this color of law and everything. And, and, and listen, the Freemasons are not living under a rock a bridge someplace hiding. There's not, you know, yes, there are secret fraternities around the country. Yes, there are powerful financiers and bankers around the world, the global elite, that do control things. And they do worship Satan and they do have mock sacrifices. Yes, but they blow it way out of proportion. And we, you know, yeah, you're not going to get nowhere doing that. Nowhere. And all these people, they get wrapped up in this paperwork and this stuff and thinking they can file paperwork in these courts and declare their own common law courts around the country, which there is not one in this country right now that works and operates. Just because you gather in your closet with three of your best friends and you call yourselves de facto this or de de jure this and or grand jury this, you're not law, okay? You don't get to do it. You want to make, you know, it's like kind of like when you're kids and you want to pretend you're playing pretend or whatever or hide and seek. That's basically what these grown adults are doing, and the feds laugh at them. You know, until and, and, and but but the problem is they also watch them because they grow because what happens is that these people become frustrated with the system because what they're filing doesn't work it makes no sense it's mumbo jumbo. Well, anyway, to get to my point here, one of the for individuals says you're wrong. Uh, you know, because I told him I said name one case, give me one case, and nobody ever gave me a case that where someone won in court. And he said he sent me a PDF link and some other uh, link, and he's referencing Wikipedia in, in his notes that he's saying, and, and he's telling tell me that this is the the law, but it's his notes, you know, and, and nothing nothing at all that has any substantiated facts to it, just a bunch of writings about nothing that have no standing whatsoever. And I'm warning people, stay away from that. You know, and he got mad, and and first of all, the guy really—he looks like he's about nine cans short of a six-pack. You know, and uh, you know, and you know he's getting, you know, and you know he's getting a dummy check from the government every month. So you know, so you know, I mean, cause, uh, you know, just stay away from stuff like that, man. Okay, stay away from that's not the righteous army, that's not the righteous movement, that's not the militia. You know, so be careful, just be careful, and don't let these provocateurs—you know whoop you in. Yo,
1: yeah, just let me say real quick. You're right. We we went through that back in 2010, 2011. That's where the nation state group was born from. Those people were thinking the republic was going to pay all their mortgages, get them all yeah. out of their <laughs> bank loans, all that, because, by God, they had a birth certificate that proved that that money was theirs. And they went forward, and uh, there's a few of them that are probably still sitting in the great state of Kansas. You know what I mean? Called yeah, yeah. Uh uh, 'cause I, was, I know our Governor here in Indiana he decided he was he was so big and bad he took the de facto state seal, put his name under it, and then laminated it, and sold it to over two hundred people for two hundred dollars apiece, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, you know, and that then these guys charging four hundred and eighty five dollars on a silver coin, you know to to go yeah. to a lecture that that's gonna make you free, you know, come on, man, yeah. stop it.
1: You know, but but yeah. people,
0: but, but that's how desperate, but you see, we really shouldn't laugh because that's how sick our country is and how desperate people are for freedom, yeah. you know, and, and we can have freedom and we can do it lawfully. You know, if after this podcast show or wherever you are, when you listen to this stuff and you're in your little cloud zone and you're listening to these people talk or you're doing, or if you're one of these people, once you step back out into reality and you look around, it's not, none of it matters what you're doing. You know, we need we need more people. We have to have more. We have to have everything that's you know that we really believe in that's truthful and honest and stand up for something that's right and honest and believable and and we have to have credibility. You know, and our and we, you know this is the disinformation age. You know, and we're losing the information war out there you know and i understand that tv world is fake and everything and the entertainment world and everything that they do but they make it so good into reality that people believe it it's just sad
1: so i'm honored to be on this program with all of you folks you know in order to to try to figure out how we can establish this republic we go back in history and i've been studying this for quite some time, and I go back to the National Monument that's above Plymouth Rock, which is the true Statue of Liberty. And on the back side of it, to be the western side of it, is Governor William Bradford has a quote, and this is what it says. He says, Thus out of small beginnings, greater things have been produced by his hand that made all things of nothing." And gives being to all things that are. And as one small candle may light a thousand, so the light here kindles have shown unto many, yea, in some sort to our whole nation. Let the glorious name of Jehovah have all praise. But then you go on the front side, and I've repeated this over and over. National monument where the sun hits when there's no clouds in the sky and the sun hits on the eastern side. National Monument to the Forefathers elected by a grateful people in remembrance of their labor, sacrifices, and suffering for the cause of civil and religious liberty. When you go to the preamble of the Constitution, 1787, we, the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, and provide for the common defense, Promote the general welfare and secure the blessing of liberty to ourselves and our posterity. Do ordain and establish this Constitution for the United States of America. The mindset, going back in the Pilgrim era, bringing it forward towards the Founding father era, was this thing of called public virtue. Each person must somehow be persuaded to submerge his personal wants into the greater good of the whole. This willingness of the individual to sacrifice his private interest for the good of the community. Such patriotism or love of country. The 18th century mind termed public virtue. A popularity-based government cannot be supported hoarded without virtue. And using that word virtue, this is what Sam Adams said. This is is a strong word that comes from holiness. Sam Adams said this. He said, a general dissolution or let's say disintegration of the principles and manners will more surely overthrow the liberties of America than the whole force of the common enemy. Then he said this. He says, while the people are virtuous, they cannot be subdued. But, but when once they lose their virtue, they will be ready to surrender their liberty to the first external or internal invader. And he finished finishes by saying this, if virtue and knowledge are diffused among the people, they will never be enslaved. This will be their great security you know, it won't take much more of your time, but I want you to know this, that when that Organic Act happened in 1871, oh, the Masons who were selected, not elected, I'm talking about the progressive president, they saw what they had done is they had created a a private enterprise, and they called it a government. But a government has to have has to have a spirit of direction. It has to have a spirit of regulation, a spirit of control, a spirit of restraint. And so these graduates, now remember God is dead in the Ivy League, in the colleges, going way back. Okay, God they made God dead. Darwinianism, okay? All right. But when these progressive presidents were running for to be president, this was their mindset. They said, they rejected the timeless principles of the Declaration of Independence. Progressives believe that the Constitution's arrangement of government based upon the separation of powers, checks, and balances, and federalism, oh, it only impeded, it only obstructed and hindered effective government. The president, this is what they said, this is their mindset, you guys. The president should be trusted with the legislative branch, the legislative mandate. What's legislate got to do with the president? I'm asking you this. The president should be trusted with the legislative mandate to create create administrative agencies and government aid programs to improve the lives of citizens. You see, we got away from all of this. We got away from... From running this country, establishing a government on the laws of nature, nature's God, on God's word, the 66 books, the founding fathers tried not to make any laws that went against, against God's word. So the corruption of the court system happened, and the government inserting itself in the church with the 501c3, then the infiltration of the foreign law, Uniform Commercial Code. We don't have state we don't have state constitutions running the state. We don't have our constitution running the the diminishing of the property rights of the people and the manipulation of the monetary system. But here's what they did, you guys. This is you all you people listening to me out there in America, all you people that are on this call, all you people, you have been ripped off because you never got America's truthful History. They kept America's truthful history away from when you went to high school, grade school. You never got. Why didn't we study the Constitution? Why didn't we study the Declaration? Why the the seminaries, the the seminaries across America, why aren't they studying the Constitution? Why aren't they studying the Declaration in the Bill of Rights? Why isn't that? Why aren't they studying the old sermons? You see what I'm saying? The didactic, not the dialectic, the didactic sermon. So what we need to do and keep going with this is we need, to, we need to expose what the founding fathers got from the pilgrims and what they brought forward because we need to go back to that and we need to build on it. And virtue has to be strong in our being. We need to I believe that's all we can people. do.
0: The reason why is this: we're not going to organize a million-man militia across the country that's going to <laughs> network together. There's not a calling for it right now. We're not in a in a desperate, dire need situation right now. Americans right. still have wage. You know, maybe down in Florida, that hurricane you were talking—we were just talking about—it destroys the entire. What you don't think the federal government's already down there? They're not going to let no militia go help the people down there. They're not going to let the community organize down there. They're going to have FEMA down there. Their trucks are already set up, and they're going to give them little tidbits and little carrots and little bottles of water to keep them going. And the insurance adjusters are already getting ready to go down there. The generator trucks are already getting ready to go down there. Thank you, Mister. You no, know, and everybody's going to be relying on the government. And it's like Katrina, remember Katrina, no one will be armed. No one will be able to be armed. We're taking all the weapons. They confiscated all the guns, and not one pushback. They locked everyone up in the Coliseum. There, you no know, people sick, dying. You know, and we don't have a nationwide uh, problem like that. You know, one little state's isolated now with an emergency. But this is a time. This emergency, people can do what they do. What do they say? Never. What? What do they say? Never let a good what. You know, they'll all this disorder go to waste, you know. They capitalize on it. What, what are
1: these people doing in government? They're constantly trying to do away with the Second Amendment. You know what I'm yeah. saying? They're constantly yeah. trying to do away with the Second Amendment.
0: And they'll do anything. To, and, and they capitalize on every emergency. Uh, never let a good crisis go to waste. That's what they say. never let a good crisis go to waste, and huh? and they capitalize on that. And then what they do is they take away your liberties, or some here and there. It's like gas prices. All the gas prices across the country are four dollars a gallon, three fifty somewhere around there. You know, but before yeah. that, before Biden, they were what two twenty five somewhere around there. But when Trump was in there, they were two ten. They were two two fifteen. Listen, I remember when they were a dollar twenty five for ten years straight you know and, and you know but it went up when hurricane katrina hit to $2.50 a gallon and we were having a fit then yeah. and they always stayed around $2, $2.25 again after that and it never went you know they went up and down up and down a little bit and now they're above $3 a gallon and they're going to stay above $3 a gallon it was 5 for a little while 6 7 in some places but now it's going to stay around 3 or 4 gallons 3 or 4 a gallon now You know, and that's, and that's, if you look at the numbers, what the numbers add up to that, what that inflation is, that cost to you and I, you know, your paychecks would never go up that much in one shot, and they haven't, and they're not, And, and this is, and look at the food prices, does anyone ever, does anyone see the prices of everything and how it's going, and, I mean, it's insane, man, you know, how are they building houses today with the price of lumber the way it is?
1: Joe, you know, I went to a gas station back in the early sixties and I knew the guy that was running the Skelly station. I knew him I knew him real well. And the gas was like thirty nine, forty five cents a gallon, you know, and he says, Oh, he says, You're gonna see gas prices up to a dollar a gallon and I looked at him and I said, You're crazy. Oh no. He says, You'll see it up to two dollars a gallon. You'll see it up to three dollars a gallon. You might even see it up to four or five I said, You're absolutely crazy, you're nuts. He was dead on. He was <laughs> right on just with the plan.
0: Yeah. 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 People say no well, that's the cost of living. That that's just the way things are. No, it's not. No, it's not. Because it's cost of production mm-hmm. cost is still the same. When you think about it, yeah. is it, yeah. our dollars have, have, have become a devalued so much that it's it's just terrible.
1: Well, personally I think that uh we are gonna see some changes but most of it's gonna be in the financial side of things. I know the world is trying desperately to go to a complete uh, digital financial system, uh, they can only do that when two things take place. One is the individual, you and I, they want us to become a digitalized walking computer, and the only way to do that is to get the nanotechnology down inside of us. The only way to do that is to have crises and, and plagues come up to where we need to take vaccines so they bring fear on so expect more of those you and i are not going to just walk down to the to the local store and say hey we want to become a computer you know that ain't going to happen so uh, th- th- they got to get it in us through fear joe what you played in the beginning of the show you had johnson on there as president not too long after he was thrown into office after kennedy was assassinated where they, he said uh, that the North Vietnamese fired shots at U.S. ships in the Gulf of Tonkin and it implied for him to send American troops into war against the North Vietnamese. And he had signed that bill that morning. Do you know it was a United States ship that fired the shot? It had to happen because Johnson was only going to be president if he agreed to go into war with against the North Vietnamese. Yeah. Kennedy um, wanted us out of Vietnam. He wanted to sign a document that would get us back on the gold reserves when he got back to Dallas. He never well, made That's what it. I'm
0: getting to, yeah. It's how we're going to pay for this, the Republic? How we're going to finance ourselves? But before we do that, let's talk about the dollars and whatnot, the gas prices. You brought that very interesting. David did actually the prices in 1929. Gas was 21 cents compared to today's dollars. That would be three dollars and fifty nine cents a gallon. And uh, mm-hmm. what's 1932? It was eighteen cents a gallon, three seventy four, and today's dollars. 1933, eighteen cents. 1934, nineteen cents. Thirty five, nineteen cents. 36 19 cents, 37 20 cents, 1938 20 cents, 1939 19 cents, 1940 18 cents. Let's just skip ahead here. We'll go and all and it stays that pretty much like that. It stays around let's see, we'll go up to 1947 it's up to 23 cents a gallon. Uh, uh 1952 27 cents a gallon. Uh 1954 29 cents a gallon. Let's go 1963 30 cents a gallon. Okay, uh 1969 35 cents a gallon. 1970, 36. Now here we go. We're getting up there. Now here we go. 1977, 62 cents a gallon. Price doubles. Okay, from mm-hmm. the last one I just gave you. Alright. And 1978, stays. 63 cents, 65 cents a gallon. 1979, 86 cents a gallon. 1980, dollar $1. 19 a gallon. 1981, dollar $1. 31 a gallon. 82, 122 a gallon. Let's jump up to 1985, dollar $1. 12 a gallon. Let's go now to 1989. It's a dollar a gallon. Prices have come back down. They're coming down a little bit now. 1990, 115 a gallon. 1991, 114 a gallon. 1998, 106 a gallon. 97, 123 a gallon. Year 2000, 151 a gallon. 2001, 146 a gallon. 2002, 136 a gallon. Now here we go. 2005. I was talking about this earlier. Hurricane Katrina hits 250 a gallon. 2006, 259 a gallon. 2007, 280 a gallon. 2008, 327 a gallon. Remember the banker bailout? Remember mm-hmm. that? 2008. Yep. yep. Now, but now here we go. It, it, it go 2009, 235 a gallon. 2010, 279 a gallon. All right. 2011, it jumps. $3.53 a gallon. 2012, $3.64 a gallon. 2013, $3.53 a gallon. 2016, Trump comes in. Gas prices go back down. Two thousand. I mean, it's $2.14 a gallon. 2017, 2 a gallon. 2018, 2 dollars 2 dollars 2 17 And now, bam, here we go. It goes up to three hundred one. And now $4.90 a gallon in 2022, the average, national average. Okay. The average cost of common amenities compared to the average cost of gasoline from 2000 to 2022. So, you know, and then it goes on and on. So, you know, now the dollars, though, dollars, though, uh, with the dollars of, of what it's worth, see, they stopped that scale halfway through. But you see, though, how the prices, though, and how they've changed compared mm-hmm. to how they relatively stayed the same even during the Depression they stayed at that yeah. that one price, you know that that, that thirty cents.
1: I can give yep. you an answer for the seventies.
0: Well, they, I want they, you to yeah, think well, about this. The hostage, the hostage now, crisis, right?
1: Remember, we had a bunch of baby boomers born, right? Yeah. From nineteen sixty-eight to nineteen seventy-two, the year I was in, the years I was in high school, we all started driving. And the population of drivers in this country almost doubled. So did the gas. Yeah. They made four yeah. times the profit. Two times two is four. So the price of gas went up for everybody, but they doubled the amount of drivers. So they well, doubled the amount of cars on the road. Well, which all had to have gas. It, yeah. Yeah, that exactly
0: was the right. 70s. Well, and, you know, a lot of people die every year in car crashes. 33,244 right. fatal motor vehicle car crashes in the United States every single year. Can you believe yeah. that? 33,000, only 58,000 died in Vietnam War, you know. Right. And, and the worst vehicle to drive, the worst 9,000 people have died in it, the Chevy Silverado pickup truck. American. Huh. The, sec- the second is the Ford F-150. Yeah. And the, most, the, the safest car? The Hyundai Elantra. 1,808 people die every year in <laughs> a Hyundai Elantra. No, in- interesting, huh? Very interesting. It's insane. But,
1: Joe, by the time you get done with one gallon of gas, and you get yep. it from the oil, you refine it, you get gas, you got to distribute it, Everybody gets their piece of the chunk, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Who gets the most money out of that whole amount for for that one gallon of gas? The federal government through federal and state taxes. Yeah. They get the biggest chunk. So, yeah, they're going to want to raise it to get more revenue. That's the bottom line. And how they do it may be different. And claim to be for different reasons but it's always the same group of people who want it and remember the gulf war didn't start because of anything saddam hussein did to kuwait it started because saddam hit the oil wells in kuwait that was owned by the bush family that's well be you with talk, the yeah we well, talk
0: about money distribution only 16.9% of the population earns $75,000 or more yearly you know yeah. that, that, you know that that's, and that, I ain't that's terrible them. yeah that's terrible are millennials really really as, uh as earth conscious as they say well the, it says while the 20 to 24 year old uh, age group only represents 9.9% of the uh, workforce workforce population they represent 12% of the total population that rides public transportation also 12% of them carpool you know so older americans would much rather drive alone the, the yeah. <laughs> you know so they say you know so th- yeah, these numbers that they put that. up are very interesting
1: yeah, I can attest to that. Every time we go to Cracker Barrel to eat, especially around 2 o'clock in the afternoon, it's full of cars and hardly anybody in there eating. That's because everybody drove their own car.
0: Yeah. Does anyone own anything anymore? Either you know, you look at really whoever owns now. That, now that's what we were talking about earlier with the sovereign thing. But well, 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 I didn't ask David about that comment on that. He he's uh you know the having those book there promote that book there. The Reinhabited Volume One and Volume Two. You can go to Amazon and get those. Those are good. Uh, probably the only one hundred percent accurate, truthful history books that you can read that will tell you America's history truthfully. You know, uh, and give you a reference a reference guide there, and the, you know to, that you can look, go and look up, and uh, dissect and, and verify the truth. You know, and verify verify all the facts and truth to what what what, what is said in those in those books. So uh, I'm going to get out my copy right now, and Happen Volume One, America's Truthful History, right here. Um, just real quick here, um, like some of the acknowledgements here. I'll just read a couple of them. Our teachers from both this current time and those of the past who invested their inspired work as a legacy, it is the work of our teachers that put the ink in the well for the Holy Spirit to be able to draw from and compose a, a panoramic-like picture across the American Republic's timeline. This so is from the acknowledge pa- acknowledgement page there in the front, but I'll, I'll read the first paragraph of the introduction for people up there that are listening. This, this is a book here that once you read... You will be an expert in history. You'll know what we're talking about. And you will never call America a democracy again. Reinhabited Republic for the United States of America is an unprecedented, truthful history account of... Of America that has been hidden in plain sight from the American people, this account is based on historical records and government documents, as well as firsthand accounts of events that have been available but never before put together like pieces of a puzzle. To be clearly seen for the first time ever, history helps us make sense of the present as well as the future. At this critical juncture in time when America is in great peril and her history is being with, rewritten by tyrants who despise freedom and liberty, re provides answers with evidence of the truth regarding her profound heritage. The key to her restoration is truth. It is the truth that when broadcast will lead to the restoration of America's sacred liberty that which made her the mightiest and most blessed nation on earth, looked upon as a city upon a hill." And a light to the nations. That's just the introduction page. There's more, more there, of course. But the, the book is, uh, like I said, if you want true history, that's what you want to go pick up. Is Reinhabited, the, the, the volume one and volume two, and it gives you a lot of information. You know, it talks about let's see, like chapter two here is the new covenant for the new world, the na- national calling, national purpose, and prophetic destiny. Uh, that's chapter two. That's, I mean, it's a it's a good it's a very very like I said uh, powerful uh, history book and uh, very well written and facts It gives you all facts. You know, on hey, first, Joe? page two here you got Martin Luther here painted 1529. But yeah, go
1: ahead. You know the interesting thing about that, like all books, if there's any word like truth to it, the title that is true. Then David and Gene, if they're telling lies in their writing, they can be sued. Yeah, because yeah. they're promoting this as being true.
2: Yeah.
1: They, they will have to, jump yet in to the be sued. You know why? Right. Nobody yeah. can disprove what they wrote.
0: Yeah. Well, we talked about this uh, one-world religion here, but what religion will we be worshiping? Though, what will it? What will it be? Well, I mean, what? What will they have Good us long. do? With the, it's going to be Islam. Islam. Yep. The Christians aren't going to go for that.
1: They're not going to have a choice. Remember, I can't see Christians. in America. Openly... Already teach that God is the God of everybody, and it makes no difference. Mem- remember the teaching that uh, Oprah had. There's many ways to get to God. The Muslim faith is just wrong. yeah, but they're not going to go. Jesus they're not going to practice Islam. You'd be surprised. You know gonna,
0: you, know, you know what I mean? I just can't see that. Yeah,
1: you'd be surprised. I mean, I, I, I,
0: mean, I just can't. Uh, I don't, I mean, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I, have, I mean, even the people that I know that say, oh, well, you know, you can worship Mary in a tree. They're still not going to openly practice, you know, uh, uh, Islam. I mean, I just can't no, see, I just I, can't I see that. No, I didn't say openly
1: practice, but it will be forced upon them. And that's part of the marking, the the number, six six, six. That's who they're worshiping is Islam. And if the Islamic you see they they think Islam is a is a religion. It's no, it's a it's a government. That's the difference. Okay. A religion doesn't huh. have its own law where they kill people. A government does. And that's what Islam is. Well, so yeah. th- this is yeah. what they're gonna be dealing with. This is why well, the Pope accepted yeah. them because the Pope way back in the six hundred a d s allowed that to take place under their reign. The Catholic Church promoted Islam back then, and that's why you made mention earlier that Christians in dubai you know they they nobody can become a Christian in Dubai, but the Catholics can become Muslim. well, how does that work? yeah well. That's because I, uh, the Catholics are telling us they're not Christian.
0: And you think this you think this 5G is mind control? This 5G is mind control with universe, you know, uh, I mean, you think that's got something to do with it?
1: It's got something. It's not completely, no. It's only for those who have certain elements.
0: Well, they say, are you ready for nuclear
1: war?
0: I mean, huh? you know, the nuclear war, they say nuclear war, too, is coming with this Putin guy. I mean, I... I I mean, a lot, there's so much out there. You just don't know what to believe. There's, you know, I mean, you well,
1: know you what is We're the NATO re- nations right now in Europe and the Ukraine.
0: Hmm. Well, Joe He's Biden tells anything. us who's running believe? our country. Did you see that 60 Minutes interview with Joe Biden right there? It's about eight minutes long. Well, uh, it tells us who's running our country, pretty much. Uh, you know. Uh, Right here, and then we'll then we'll get into the uh, confidential informants there of the government admits to running informants and the Oath Keepers. bad you know, it, this is just crazy. It's what's out there right now. But yeah. uh, what's happening? I mean, it, it's so much information. It's an information war, and you've got people out there just they just don't want to uh, they don't want to admit it. They don't want to they don't want to partake in it. And you've got others that are jumping full steam ahead into it, but they're not they're not getting the truth. I don't understand how people could be so complacent, the American people, of of letting this guy, I mean, I just don't know, even hijacked election or not, What the guy is off, the, I mean, he's nuts. I just don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what sometimes I sit here and I ponder the thoughts of like, is it, you know, what do we do? I mean, is there anything else really we can do? I mean, uh, with with the Republic and anything really, Roger. I mean, is, or David, is there anything we can do anymore? You got, you wrote the book, The they You got all the truth out there. You're out there promoting it. I mean, oh, you got the facts out there. We've got woken up people. We we we've got the Republic restored. What else can we do? There's no it's more like shock. We at have all. said
1: all along, uh, Joe. It's it's now in the hands of the, of the American people. You're right. We've done everything that we are required to do. We've done actually more than, than we, we should have done in, in a lot of ways. But right now we, we can, there's nothing else that we can go out our front doors in the morning and say, I need to get this accomplished. Everything's been accomplished. We're waiting on them. If they don't want it, we'll never get it. They have to want it, but that's going to require Something to happen to bring the American people, or should I say what's left of the American people, to their knees and say we want the republic back. Something major is going to have to happen because people are refusing to wake up. They don't care. They get up in the morning. If they got a job, they go to a job. Most everybody else gets a check from the government. Why would they care? The government is their god. They don't want to worship a god they can't see. They want to worship a god they can take to the bank every month. That's where the American public is right now. And until they don't have that anymore, or something happens to where D.C. is wiped off the map, and half of their state's gone, and all their family is gone, then they may wake up and say, Whoa, maybe I should have done something. Remember, and that we're not advocating any violence.
0: We're not hey, Roger, real quick, we're not advocating no, no, we're no, not no, saying us. us.
1: No. I'm no, talking no, about us. a natural occurrence.
2: Okay. Not us. I'm talking not about an asteroid.
1: Violence. I'm yeah. talking I'm no, no I'm not talking about that. But you remember no, that commercial sure. when yeah, that Indian clear. stood <laughs> on the, uh, the the hillside and had the tear going down his cheek? And he, yeah, it, he yeah. Yeah. Huh? yeah. Yeah. Remember that commercial?
0: Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Remember that commercial?
1: It was in the river. Yeah. This yeah. is what the American public is going to be like if they don't wake up. Putin ain't kidding around. He's got nukes pointed at every major city in this nation, and we think it's a joke. Yeah. And that's Shame. that's where we are, and the people need to wake up. Because God's not going to sit on his throne and stop stuff if people don't want it stopped. that's just where we're at. So it's up to the American people to get off their ducks and say and do, we've done our part, now it's up to them. And if they don't want it, God can't hold us responsible, we did our part.
0: Yeah. You're right, maybe our generation, maybe we... Maybe we just turn it over the reins to the way we, we complain about it, but you know, we just turn it over to them. You know what I mean? Just Because I mean, what else can we do? We, I mean, we've done everything. Yay, Joe.
2: You were talk, hey, Joe. You were talking about the one world religion. Yes, sir. And um, you were saying that, that Christians wouldn't stand for it. Well, the Catholics in particular shouldn't stand for it, because if you're not a Catholic, um, and if you um, brought from Catholicism to another religion, you're a heretic. So, the Catholics aren't going to stand for it. Now, the people with the Muslims, the rank and file Muslims, they may not stand for it. They may not want it. But I'll bet you that the people, the head imams, imams, or whatever the hell it is, in the Muslim religion, they'll want a merging of Catholicism with, uh, with them because they're in favor of the Islamic Brotherhood and they're in favor of taking over the world. And if they can, can converge, with the uh, with the Catholics, which is the major Christian religion, um, mm-hmm. then they've got uh, they've got a victory. But Pope Francis, um, I don't know how um, how recently this announcement was, but <laughs> he should be um, he should be ridiculed by the bishops and the cardinals in the church because if they're the old guard, they definitely are not going to stand for it because for them the only religion in the entire universe is the Catholic religion. Now, other Christian religions like Mormonism, Protestants, um, et cetera, I don't know what they're going to do. But, um, with the Catholics, for the Pope to come out with something like that, that's heresy. That's, uh, that's if that doesn't get a backlash, I'm going to be very, very, very surprised.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I know. I agree. And the thing of it is though, is that you we're going to be very surprised, Joe, about a lot of things. I mean, you know, we all talk about the end. You know, the end is coming. The end is coming. You have to, you know, another year, next year, next year, this, and now. Oh, boy, Biden. Remember, remember when Trump was running? If Biden gets elected, oh, boy, America won't last four months. Remember? You know,
2: we're still boy, here. I remember, yeah, I remember predicting doom. I didn't say it was four. I don't remember four <laughs> months, but I, that sounds like Trump. <laughs>
0: You know, but we're still here, right? I mean, the end isn't here. Things have gotten worse, but you know, I mean, so so the next midterms come. Okay, you think? Well, what what, what do you think, in your opinion, with the midterms? You think where the Republicans to, in the de facto, I call de facto, even if they
2: have a red wave, it's not it's not going to matter. Trump's record in terms of endorsing people who have won elections is something like 179 or 279 to 12. It's impressive. He's only got 12 losses of the people that he's endorsed. So those people that he did endorse, um, they, they've gotten elected and they probably will get even elected even more with this so-called red wave that's coming. But I don't have faith in it. I would say at least half of the Republicans who get elected are going to be rhinos that we will yeah. know about Soon, and there will be other rhinos that we don't know about soon, but but we'll expose their wolf and sheep clothing eh, further on down the line. I don't have faith in any politician unless that politician yeah. has actually um, exposed the intentions of the other people in the um, in the government. To me, politicians are just snakes until they prove themselves otherwise.
0: Yeah, yeah, and now. As far as the politicians themselves running, okay. So how does one go about getting Trump support? I mean, getting Trump to endorse him. I mean, I I've tried to contact his campaign headquarters. I, I, I no
2: success. And you, I mean, no kidding, really. And you're running yeah. for you're running for um, congressman in North Carolina, and nobody contacted you.
1: What does well, that say not, about no, Trump?
0: Well, hang on a second. No, no, no. I ran in the last primary. Now <laughs> remember, though, I came in second place in the primary. I can't get back on the ballot until November. So I can't get back on running now. Well, yeah, but second place is November.
2: good, and you're and you're definitely a MAGA person. You're definitely a yes. Trump supporter. You're definitely a patriot. Um, yeah. You know, maybe I don't. Maybe they're looking for people who have financing. I don't know. Yeah. You know, yeah. maybe they don't have the time to go after everybody who's a patriot. Who knows? But I do. Well, know I'm going to definitely
0: reach out and when like, I. Pl- yeah. When I put my name back when my when I do refile in November, you know, then I'm gonna kick the campaign off full swing. Because nothing like you just said, nobody's gonna do anything. Nobody's gonna change anything. I don't see anybody out there that's Hell. gonna and it was through the midterms that's gonna flip the script on anything, at least in uh, that I know of,
2: you know. So yeah, unless the you're same talking same about five of them are Yeah. I don't I don't expect that either. Look, maybe you should contact them by letter, by email, something like that. Have it, then they'll respond to you. I'm pretty sure. You know, they'll probably give you a form yeah. letter, at least. Then you have a form letter in your portfolio. But there you go. They should contact you know to say to show to your listeners, you know, this is what I've done. I've tried. I've contacted the uh, people who are associated with Trump. You know, you really can't get hold the Trump because he's really True. he's really on the top of the hierarchy. But um, um, you know, there there are people in North Carolina who are affiliated with Trump that you can contact, and if you know, if you show them that you ran you show them that you've got a show like this, you send them, you know, a clip, a few clips of your radio show. That ought to be enough. There
0: you go. You're absolutely correct. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm about restoring our, if Trump is truly about restoration of the Republic and he wants to give the Republic back to the people like he claimed, then yeah, he would endorse me in my district here. And, uh, you know, but then again, lawmaker, legislative branch, you know, I may want to move up the ranks here and go for something higher. You know, I don't know. Do we, do, we don't want, you, know, do you, you know, do we have time? That's the question. Do we have the time anymore? No. We don't. It's time to, like you said, there's no more you wait. You know, you get into office, and two years later, finally you start fulfilling your campaign promises. No, 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 no. Once you get in, immediately, you do what you say you're going to do, or you're out, right?
2: That's it. Right, and exactly. And you were right, too, when I had, when I wrote you on the other show. You know, you can't do much as a, as one person because, you know, there's uh, there's protocols that you have to uh, follow. So you have yeah, to, Not just you. I'm talking about the generic you. Politicians who really want to impress their particular constituents should tell them this is what I'm going to do in a week or two informally. In other words, I'm going to let you know through a press release, through our newsletter, about the other people that I'm contacting who are on our side, who are not on our side. That is showing Correct. the constituents. Right away, I mean business. Now, if you're going to wait for the committees to do something, you'll never get anything done. Ron Paul didn't Correct. get squat done. Why? Why? Because the committee members were against them. Yep, that's right.
0: You're absolutely correct, yeah. Ron Paul didn't get squat done. Uh, I mean, he, his voting record was absolutely impeccable. I mean, he voted for everything he said he was sure. going to and voted down everything, you know. Yeah. So we got to give him that. But, yeah, he didn't. I mean, he woke up a lot of people, and he had quite a big movement. But yes. he didn't get, you know, not until he got too old, though, you know. It was time to hang it up. <laughs> he was in Congress
2: for 20 years. He only had seven, five, yeah. if my memory serves me right, he only had seven co-sponsors of his bills. Plus, You can't just go in there and say, I'm going to, you know, make up a bill and here it is. No, it has to go through committee. If they approve it, then it might go to the floor to be debated. But if if it's not approved by the, uh, the leading hierarchy of the committee, you're going nowhere. So even though Ron Paul, to me, was my particular political hero, he was hamstrung by the protocol of Congress, you know? Yeah.
0: I wanted to ask Ron <laughs> Paul this. I, I felt like well, I felt like well when I was there with him, I didn't get a chance to, but uh when I was in the meeting with him uh, uh was 12 years ago. Wow, now 12, 13 years ago now. Um the why not run for governor instead of president? When you get more done, like you just said. He'd have more power as a governor than pres you know, cuz president the he was, was we, you know, come on, we all knew he wasn't going to get in there. You know, but why not governor?
2: Right? That's a good idea. I, mean, I think uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, let me see. Where did he come from? Texas. He could have run for governor of Texas since yeah. he was a congressman for twenty years. He pleased his constituents. He could have, yeah, maybe at his twelfth uh, year, or fourteenth year, sixteenth year, he could have gotten out and run for governor. But yeah, because yeah. he would have had more power than at least theoretically. Because I'm not all that yeah. aware of how many, you know, how much, you know, I, I'm better than being a state senator or a state congressman anyway.
1: He had George Bush to contend with as governor
2: of Texas. Oh, yeah. Well, that, was, that would have been a formidable opponent <laughs> with all that yeah. money. Yeah. You have, yep.
1: People have to do things
2: informally. They can't allow themselves to be hamstrung by the protocol of the wolves that are in charge of the, uh, of the sheep. You know? Yeah. So yeah. That's, that's why true. people have that's to true. show, you know, look, because I was listening to a candidate the other day. Oh Jesus! The same freaking resume, and uh, you know, you ask him. A qu- I, I didn't, I didn't grill him at all. It was because I let, I let the hostess do it. Uh, you know, talk to him. Yeah. And he's, go- you know, he, she asked him a question about well, how are you going to solve this. So then he goes on the normal political rhetoric uh, train ride about well, what we have to do and what we need to do. And right then and there, I wanted to slap <laughs> the guy. Because you what know, well, we need to do, what we have to do, we yeah, know yeah. what we have. Okay, to we all do know. It. You know how are you going to do? It? Yeah, you know how are you going to do it? So we tap dance. So then I'm going to host uh, co-host the program with her uh, one of these days, and when he, when she has on another candidate, I am going to grill them like they're like they are like part of the Menendez brothers because none of this go. nonsense about you. You know that's that's what needs to be done. We need to have people. And I'll bet you they won't stand up to it. I'll bet you they will. If they wilt under my pressure, how do you think they're going to react if they're elected under McConnell's pressure? McConnell says, if you don't do what I say, you don't get funding. If you don't do what I say, you don't get on committees. If you don't do what I say, nobody knows about you. Right?
0: Right? Yeah, that's correct. You're You're absolutely correct on that. I I don't know, you know. It's 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 good to have shows like this where it's just a few people on here uh, with conversation. I I'm gonna let the other people
2: off. My last All thought, right. you know, is just to just to combine your particular forces with other like-minded people and see, uh, you know, see what you can do. A Zoom? You were on Zoom for eight hours? Jesus Christ! That yeah. out. Yeah, nine off. hours. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. <laughs> nine hours. Oh, yeah. That's
0: quite a. That's quite a. A uh, 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 meeting, huh? For everyone. We started out with well, I don't know a hundred something people, and we dwindled down to about eight at the end. But
1: <laughs> no kidding. Oh,
0: yeah. A go yeah. like
2: hundred people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was pretty that good. It was pretty good. good. Remember the guy you—he uh, actually brought you up from my show. Actually, when you made the comment about uh, credibility, you know you got to have credibility. Yeah. Remember, you asked him that, and mm-hmm. he commented about that. You know the credibility thing. So, which is true. Oh, that's extremely have important.
2: How are you going to influence people unless they believe in you? And they're not going to believe in you unless a person has credibility. Now, how do you form it? You have to show people that you're serious by having done something which was very serious in the favor. and in the perceptions of the constituents, in their favor. So that's how you have credibility. You know, and if people are just saying, well, I'm going to do this, and yeah, well, everybody wants to, and everybody has good intentions, but how do we know that the people who are talking like that actually have the power and the willpower to do it once they're in office? Like Harry Truman said, he never met a politician who was honest when they got into office, who stayed honest when they got out
0: correct yeah good advice words of yesterday
1: i just want to say to everybody you know we we love our country we a lot of us have been in in uniform and fought for this country it's not something we want to just let go of but you know what it's all up to you guys now the the american people that's all i got to say
0: yeah yeah uh it's um uh, that's right. The people have paid the ultimate, imagine the people that paid the ultimate sacrifice.
2: Oh God. Yes. You know, uh, Oh my I God. Mean, uh, what,
0: what, what, what do you say to those people? I mean, what do you say? You know, I'm, what do you
2: say? Know, you know, it's what? terrible. That is, you're right. It is so sad The people who actually went to foreign wars, thinking and being brainwashed by the Pentagon, that they're over there to to bring democracy to other nations or to save us, and they die, or they have their legs blown off, or they have divorces, what do you say to the, I'm a vet, but I was lucky, you know, I was damn lucky, and I'm so appreciative of my, uh, of my fellow uh, vets, who actually had to suffer as a result of the brainwashing from the Pentagon, so yeah, what do you say? Mm. Wrap up the show here, everybody, (laughs) God
0: bless the Republic, next Tuesday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time.